Real quick, okay, this is coming from 1 Kings chapter 11. Uh, the reason why I want to say this is because of what we talked about last week, which was uh, King um, Abijah, and he was going against Jeroboam. I want to just tell you something about Jeroboam that I found really interesting from last week. Jeroboam was the king that came against Abijah, and, and we read about that, you know, the battle before and behind. But Jeroboam was Solomon's servant. He actually worked for Solomon in the courts of Solomon as a young person. And he must have been some young person. He must have been pretty spectacular because he rose up in the ranks really fast. And in fact, it says here, prove it to you, in 1 Kings chapter 11, it says that the man Jeroboam was a mighty man of valor and Solomon, seeing the young man, that he was industrious, he made him ruler over all the charge of the house of Joseph. So he was young, and he was a hard worker, and he had gifts. He had some gifts. But what happened to Jeroboam was that he rebelled against Solomon. And he eventually got kicked out, and he was sent to, or he, he fled to Egypt, and that's, you know, Solomon dies eventually. His son, Rehoboam, takes over. Jeroboam comes back, and, and he is so charismatic and gifted, apparently, that he was able to take 10 of the 12 tribes with him. So he becomes king of Israel. Even though he's not in the line of the kings, he, used, he was just a worker for Solomon. There was no way he should have been king. But such was his giftedness and personality that he, he became king. And he took 10 of the 12 tribes. Um, and so Abijah comes on the scene. So Rehoboam, Jeroboam, Rehoboam is the son of Solomon. Jeroboam, you know, they're fighting all the time. Rehoboam was bad, though. Rehoboam's son is Abijah. Jeroboam is still alive and as strong as ever. And I'm thinking in that last battle that we talked about last week, I'm thinking that Jeroboam probably wanted to finish this off. Jeroboam probably had this thing against Solomon all those years. And he, was, he already took 10 of the tribes, and he wanted to take it all. So here comes Abijah, and we had that thing where Abijah eventually defeats Jeroboam, not because of his greatness, but because God delivered him. But the point is, Jeroboam has so much pride and is so stubborn that even though God is not with him, and even though he doesn't, he's not in the line of the kings, he feels like he is going to finish what he started with Solomon. He wants to eradicate Solomon's memory off the face of the earth. Turns out, after Abijah, that whole episode with Abijah, Jeroboam is the one that's defeated, and he never recovers, and it just goes on to say that he died. Okay? Uh, Jeroboam reminds me a lot of Satan himself. Satan, before he was Satan, was who? Lucifer. Lucifer meaning what? You know what the name means? Angel of Light. Angel of Light, yeah. Basically, he was... He was he, he was as high as you can go in the, in the, in the pecking order of angel. I mean, he was, a, he was an archangel. He was up there with Michael and Gabriel. But he was, the, 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 his name means the bearer of light. He was around the throne of God. He was working in the very courts of God, just like Jeroboam was. And I'm sure Lucifer also was extremely powerful and gifted. <coughs> so much so that he, somehow he was able to take with him a third of heaven, a third of the angels, which is just an amazing thing when you think about it. But that's what Jeroboam did. Even though he, 
you know, Lucifer, he's probably he's he wanted to be like the most high. There was pride going on. And I just wanted to say this that Lucifer or Satan today, he's still doing the same thing as Jeroboam did. He's still fighting against God's people and God himself still stung with what happened probably and even though he must know that it's impossible he's still fighting just like Jeroboam is, is still gonna he's still gonna fight um, he's gonna fight to the very end and Satan is gonna fight to the very end um, that, that, is the, that is the power of his wicked stubborn proud heart that he was willing to fight to the very end um, and try to finish you know, what he started but we know his end is going to be like the end of Jeroboam. But the, the application that I just wanted to leave with you all here today is this. Jeroboam started out as a young guy, and he was very gifted. And the thing that basically destroyed him was his pride. And I, I, just, I have to just drum this into anybody who will listen, that no matter how much giftedness you think you have, um, the greatest thing that you can have is humility. Okay? Gifts are great, but and you know yourself that there's nothing more um, nauseating than somebody who's gifted and they're proud of it. Nobody wants to work with that person. And so in all your getting, in all your learning, in all your climbing up the ladder, whether it's here or somewhere else, you just remember that pride is going to be your number one enemy. You don't want to be that person that is gifted and knows it. Stay, stay humble, and the Lord will, the Lord will um, use you and bless you. What's that verse? When you humble yourself, God will exalt you. Yeah, you let God do that. Don't, don't be doing it yourself. Mike, you want to pray for us?